question was from Cooper and this is a good one and this had again a number of likes in it. When do you go to HR versus fair work versus the unions versus the lawyers? (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Fair enough. I guess it's like you need to, I'm assuming here Cooper's saying he needs to go to someone, he's just not sure who and when. For me, there's a bit of a hierarchy, I think. Manager first, um, and I'm not sure if you agree with this, Shell, but unless there's a reason why you can't or you don't feel comfortable, your manager's often the first port of call and um, that's something that you should that you should try first. Then for me after that, it's kind of HR. Um, fair work can help if you have been terminated, underpaid, had adverse action taken against you. Outside of that... They're probably not the best um, support service, even in terms of bullying and things like that. There's not a lot that they can really do. Yeah. You, have you dealt with much with unions? I haven't had a huge experience working in unionised workplaces. No, I'm the same uh, as you, but I 100% agree. You go to your manager first. Yeah. Like, try to solve it. Now, I know it's challenging if your manager is the problem. Mm. And for a lot of, lot of people, they would have had this experience where their manager yeah. is micromanaging or they've got some you know, behaviours that are not aligned with the culture. And I get that can be a challenge, but I'd still encourage you, the first step is to try to solve it. And that's why, you know, you've seen the employee grievance policies. It's always number one, talk to your, talk mm. to your manager or talk directly to the person you have the yeah. issue with. Yeah. And if we flip it, let's flip it for a sec. If you and me were working together, Sarah, mm. and you had a problem with me. Yeah. And you went straight to HR. How would the trust be between you yeah, and I? Exactly. Yeah. Or and, I called and I, Glenn and was like, I've had an issue with Shell. <laughs> I need you to fix it. He'd be like, uh, have you asked her? Like, again, if you just put it in a human context, you can kind of see how that feels a little bit off. Exactly. He'd probably just say, yeah, get in line. Everyone's had an issue. <laughs> but, yeah, we're dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've been dealing with it for three years. But I think... You're so right. Like deal with it on a human to human level and I want you to really overcome, I guess, that thing of get uncomfortable. Like Mm. be okay with getting uncomfortable because that's actually going to save you a world of pain. The discomfort of you and me, Sarah, having an initial tough conversation is a lot less uncomfortable than if it escalates to HR and then my boss hears about it later. And also you've still always got that option for escalation if it doesn't go well. Totally. So I guess what we want you to hear, Cooper, is step one, talk to your manager. Mm. If nothing changes and give it space to allow for change, like if it's a significant thing, change takes time. So give yeah. yourself some space to, to see if they change mm. or you see some improvement in whatever the dynamic is. But if not, then talk to HR and you might talk to them initially just to get their advice. You're not necessarily yeah. raising a complaint. It's like, yeah. hey, I've got How this would you challenge. go about this? Yeah. Exactly. Let's talk about the fair work thing for a sec. Mm. I'd love to know your take about how going to fair work impacts the dynamic and the employment relationship. Um, I think people feel comfortable that they can Google things and get an answer from fair work and know their rights. And I think that's really important because... To be honest, Australia has a very complicated industrial relations system and all the awards are very hard to understand and interpret. So if you're talking about awards and you need help kind of interpreting that so you go into that conversation prepared, great. 
Um, I do find some people use it. Well, I've spoken to Fair Work and you're like, uh, okay, well, that's fine. You can do that. That's okay. It doesn't actually change how I'm going to deal with you or talk to you at all, but it's good that you know what you're entitled to. Um, typically, though, I would say they're, they're really advice only unless you've had something happen where you're underpaid and they can take action. If you've been terminated, then they can take action. Or if you've had, you know, adverse action taken against you again, which tends to be something like termination um, or demotion or something like that. So there's not really much they can jump in and get involved with outside of just providing you with advice has been my experience. And a word of caution from me, and this might go down like a lead balloon, but (laughs) I want to say it anyway, because it's important. When you say, and I had this happen a a while ago with a client I was working with and Mm -hmm. when an employee comes into a meeting and they drop the fair work bomb, Mm. it really gets things with your employer on the defensive. Yeah. And it does not do you any favours. Can I just say that again? Like it does not do you any favours. So what I want you to do, because it's it's very adversarial, I think that's the thing. and. What I want as a HR person but also as a leader and a manager, I would feel like, hey, if they're a good boss, they want to do the right thing by you. They don't want to screw you over. So uh, unless you've got a really toxic environment where you actually – they're not they're not paying you correctly, there's some really Mm. big dynamics that you absolutely need to follow up – I think bringing in the fair work bomb to try and negotiate can be really damaging for your relationship. And and I'll just say this, I think people feel powerless in those situations and I think they use it to 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 try and maybe scare the employer to go I have power because this person, you know, this organization's on my side. You already have power. The whole system is set up to protect employees really, realistically. And so you already have that going for you. You don't need to add anything to that. You already have those protections without having to bring in any threats. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's a good word, threat, and that's what it feels like. So it feels like a threat and and as soon as you bring in that dynamic, in any negotiation, in any complex discussion, it gets people on the defensive, whatever the scenario is. If your employer threatens you to terminate you, well, that's, of course, going to get you on the defensive. So it it goes both ways. So hear me when I'm saying... I want you to get the best outcome and I think the best outcome in complex employment situations Mm -hmm. is to have a really authentic and open conversation. Now, you may say, hey, look, I was just looking online at the award uh, and I can see on Fair Work it says this and I'm being paid this. Uh, That's fine, but it's just the way that you communicate it. Yeah. Well, I've spoken to Fair Work and they've said X, Y, Z. You're like... Okay, yeah. well, look, we're, pa- we're going to pay you your legal entitlements. Again, you don't have to threaten anything 
for us to to comply with that. So again, and it just it it puts the employer in a situation where they're going, okay, it's going to be hard for me to have a, a logical conversation or a calm conversation here. And so maybe we have to go a little bit more formal to make sure that nothing's getting misconstrued and we're, we're to make sure that we're being careful almost, as opposed to, you know, you'd normally just pick up the phone and have a conversation with someone. Um, okay, well, maybe I'm going to write you an email now because we've, we've turned into this us versus you thing. Us versus you. You're so right. And and the formality, you tend to, you, yeah. you're 100%, it always raises the formality. And when that yeah. happens, the resolution of that conflict gets extended out. Yeah. Because it's so, back and forth and I have to be careful about what I write and because I'm, I'm worried that I have to be really, really clear and, and yeah, it, it takes a lot longer as opposed to just being able to have a conversation about it. And I think use those services for information, um, go in with the idea that you're trying to solve a problem calmly, proactively together and if that doesn't work, then you still have those options available to you. It reminds me, Sarah, of that Brene Brown quote that it's us versus the problem. Yes. Like not putting the problem between us. And so when you're thinking about your employment relationship, if if you have a problem, put it on the table and, and try and solve it together, not me sitting across from my manager and it's me versus them. Like it's just a mindset shift. It just helps you to approach it in a different way and it really helps to de-escalate that conflict. Yeah. And a lot of times we can get a resolution without needing to bring anyone else in. And I guess that kind of brings us on to the union question. And my thoughts here are, obviously you have to be a union member. I, I feel like some people maybe don't know that. If you're not a union member, typically their services aren't available to you. Um, So if you want to use your union for something, you need to be a member. And my advice would be if you're going to pay for it, make sure you use it. Yeah, I don't don't really have much more experience with unions than that. So that's that's where I'd leave it. Yep, absolutely. And I think when it comes to getting a lawyer, I would look at that when you've got a really complex scenario. So let's Mm. say, okay, and as an example, your organisation might be trying to terminate your role, but really your role's redundant and you're entitled to redundancy mm. or some kind of complex thing that if you don't follow that up properly, then you might miss out on a proper payment or something. Yeah. I like just, it is an Although example. I would throw in there, and this is what my thoughts were on this, pretty much all common cases, even that one there, the employment landscape in Australia is really set up for employees to be able to navigate without representation. You don't need a lawyer to go um, through an unfair dismissal case. You don't need a lawyer to go through adverse action. Again, potentially sometimes it might be helpful. People certainly do. Um, I'd say the exception is maybe like a contractual dispute where it's about the employment contract and not about unfair dismissal. I think then you'd really need to look at lodging in a court or something separate, but you can go through it by yourself. You, I don't, I don't know that most times you would need an employment lawyer. Great. Yeah, that's a really good call out. And even thinking, now I love that you called out the contract, the contract disputes. So mm. let's say in your contract, you have an, a restraint of trade. Yeah. And yeah. you finish up and you want to work quicker than that restraint allows. So let's yes. say the restraint's for three months or six months, then that might be where you Correct. need to get legal advice. Yep. So love that distinction. And I agree, in most cases, we can absolutely resolve without the, the need for escalating it.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.